I am so glad to be here um, with with you, Grant, uh, talking about your fantastic book. I guess when I say I'm glad to be here, I don't actually mean here in my study uh, in Brooklyn, but 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 with with you and everybody there. Um, so you know, everybody knows that that 2020 has been an astonishingly crappy year. It continues to be a crappy year, but in some ways, I feel like it's the perfect time for your book to come out. And that's because, you know, eight months into this thing, very few of us have been allowed to do photography the way we've done photography for years and even decades. And I think it's given a lot of us, if we've taken the opportunity, a time to reflect on what photography means to us um, and why it's important and the purpose and our practice and what we miss about it and what we love about it. And of course, all of those are the questions that are in the, in the heart of your book. So, so whether you planned it or not, the timing is uh, right on the money. Um, since 2018, since May, I believe, you have interviewed uh, over 130 photographers and have asked them the same question, what does photography mean to you? Which puts you in kind of a rare position and gives you lots of data points and, and insights. But I guess I want the first question to be directed toward you. And I want to start with what actually led you to to that particular question um, in the first place, what photography means to me. Well, I think the, the, the first thing is that I don't interview anybody. Um, all of the contributions that come to the podcast, um, I have no control over in any way whatsoever other than setting the question. Um, I don't edit them. Uh, and quite often people send them to me and they say, is that okay? Um, and I deliberately don't listen to them. I'm sorry if I email you back and I've said, yeah, it's great. I haven't listened to it. I never listened to it because I don't want to know if it's okay. As far as I'm concerned, if it's okay with you, it's okay with me. The question came from the, um, I suppose, I just, I just started to think that I kind of knew what photography meant to me, but I didn't. And I was just at a point at which I suppose I was getting to an age where I've spent 35 years now working with the medium. I just finished making the Bill J film, which really forced me to meet a lot of people outside of my, my kind of area of photography I've worked in over the years. And I just wanted to know what other people thought. And I think that question of why, um, I don't really know. I just suddenly thought, if the question just appeared in my head and I just thought, that's quite a good question. I'll try it out. And I tried it out on a few people. And the feedback I got back was that people seemed to enjoy the process of, of asking themselves that question. Yeah. Um, I get the sense though, I mean, speaking of the process, I get the sense from listening and from reading the book that some of the photographers who've um, offered contributions, it may be the first time they've thought about it in sort of a focused 
um, narrow way. Is, is, that, is that your impression as well? I think so. I think what I really love is how different people approach it in completely different ways. I think the only ones that perhaps don't work quite as well is if people um, see it as a like, and a couple of times people have said to me, oh yeah, I'd love to do it, but only if I can promote this or promote that. And I always say to them, I'm sorry, this isn't a promotion thing. This isn't a platform for promotion. But, but why, why, if you agree with my sort of supposition that some people haven't thought about this in a direct way before, why do you think that is? Why, why do you think this is sort of an unexamined? Um, I, I don't know. I, I think you'd have to ask some of the people who've kindly joined us this evening, who've contributed for them to answer that question. I mean, you know, anything I can guess is just a supposition, but I think it's quite a difficult question. And what I do get is a lot of people saying, most people take quite a bit of time over it, mm-hmm. in, either in time actually recording it or time delivering it to me. You know, it can take months for some people to actually send it. Some other people are real quick. Um, I received one lo- the other week, which was really very moving and very touching. And they just sort of said, look, this came at the right time. Something's just happened in my life. It was actually his mother had just died the week before. Mm-hmm. And so he, his, his kind of contribution is, is quite cathartic in a way. So I think everybody answers the question in a different way. And I think that's why I started to think this needed to be a book was because if you bring them all together, they seem to kind of have a force to them and they have a kind of a a unity and a unifying quality. Um, And, and, you know, some people are really kind of, they listen to the podcast every week. um, And I'm sure, you know, they're picking up, picking up on that. Um, as well but i don't know i think that simple thing of that so many of the photographers i speak to have been doing it for a very long time and that relationship with the medium changes over that period of time what do you think oh sorry go ahead no 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 after you well i was just curious what you think the benefits are for a photographer to really sit with this question which uh, and and mullet again I, <laughs> I see myself as a, I'm like a conduit I'm, a, I'm like a bridge type person I'm, a, I'm that annoying person who asks a, a, the question um, and then it, it's like you know I don't know who listens to the podcast I know a lot of people listen to the podcast but I, I don't really have any understanding as to who that audience really is and, well, and that process well, so so from well, maybe we'll 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 kick that to the end of our conversation here and and, and sort of put it to the put it to the audience. Um, I wonder if you can if you can speak to from listening to these hundred and thirty plus um, contributions. Um, what have you learned about your fellow photographers? I think that I really like them, and I and I and I I just really. I just just total respect for anybody who does it. That's the first thing, um, because you know they're engaging in this kind of collaboration, which is like a non-collaboration collaboration. So I really enjoy that. I think what what it confirmed is that there are these certain themes that have developed over the months and over the the episodes, and those themes seem to be 
the importance of something that happens uh, in childhood that can quite often um, be the catalyst for, for the engagement with photography. And I'm always interested in that. If anybody's seen the Bill J film, the whole process of that film is exploring the idea of that little thing that happens to you as a child, that the person engaged in that thing perhaps isn't aware of the importance it's going to have in the whole of in the whole of your um, your life, and so that's interesting. I think this idea of the photographer as a storyteller is a really strong um, kind of theme that comes through, and so is that just total dedication to the medium. I quite often. Anybody who says to me, I want to study photography, I say, can you please just listen to the podcast? Don't listen to me, listen to the people in the middle. And that will explain to you what's required. I don't know if that answers your question. Probably not. No, it's great. I mean, I am really interested in the themes that you've seen come up. And, you know, just as sort of a casual listener, it feels like, you know, when Uncle Jimmy gives them a camera between the ages of, of like nine and 15, there's like this golden zone where it has a huge effect um, on their life. And I've always been curious, does it matter who gives it to you? Like, is it is the camera sort of represent sort of a representation of, of that person and what you think of that person? Or is it just having this this tool? Um, I don't know. I I think there have been some. I think Andrew Jackson's, um, if you remember, Andrew Jackson gave his contribution. And it was incredibly personal about a photograph that arrived of a relative that had died. And that I found was incredibly moving. So and and then there was um, one, I think it was Stephen Dupont in Australia, and he was in a bookshop and a guy said, you should look at this book, you'll like it. And then, you know, Stephen's world changed. Right. You know, and, and I think that those kinds of, I think we, you know, you, can, you kind of have a responsibility to the medium to actually just sort of say, well, yeah, you know, this is, um, this is somebody who, we, we can have this impact on people. You know, we can if by sharing the medium, by by putting this little book out, if if a couple of people read this, and and it really turns them on to one of the photographers in the book, or it turns them on to a different way of thinking, that's kind of powerful, and I think that's what comes through for me in the contributions is the power that that photography can have. And and also, you know, Christmas is coming up and it's very powerful for, you know, people like us to remember that just giving a kid even an old sort of, you know, junky camera can be just a, a very powerful gift. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and I think that um, it's really interesting what we can do with that. I mean, this book deliberately doesn't have any swearing in it. Not that anybody's ever sworn, actually, on the, on their contribution, which is rather nice because it helps me on iTunes not to get um, <laughs> a kind of X-rated. But um, I deliberately don't swear, and there isn't any swearing in the book. And I, and, and I think those things are important because they, they give people an access point, you know. So, so, what are, so I don't really know. I mean, you know, 
you say about um, listening to this 100 odd whatever, and you know, I'm booked until next April. You know, I've got all the photographers booked every week through till next April. Um, but I haven't listened to them. So I only listen to them when you listen to them. So basically, I, 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 I talk. Um, the, the podcast is completely unedited. It's done in one one shot, as, it, as you probably know, because you hear next door's dog, you hear the rain. You might hear my creaky chair. Uh, you'll hear my mistakes. And then I drop it in. And then when I drop it in, um, that's the first time I hear it. And then when I speak about it afterwards, that's my reaction to it the first time I've heard it. So actually, um, what tends to happen with that is that I kind of have a response to it, but I kind of don't have a response to it because all the responses kind of come together, you know, uh, uh, each week. Right. So, um, but there are some people who... Um, also have, have taken on a really interesting approach to it. You know, I think um, Claire Strand, who, who broke it down into separate little stories, was that really was fascinating. Yeah, it was fantastic. And what was interesting to me was that was the first time I'd heard it. And I was like, oh my God, we knew the same people. We lived in the same place. We're from the same area. I didn't know that. So when I'm going, oh my God, that's my honest reaction. And, and I, I think that's important to maintain that kind of sense that I'm the listener. Um, I'm not the interviewer or the controller. Right. Um, but you do choose, you do select the photographers to speak. Yeah. So I am interested what goes into that choice, that selection process. Um, very rarely do I know the photographer. It's usually a cold call. Um, I might read about them. I might see them on social media. I might um, see an exhibition of work. Um, and then I'll go and look at the work. And I'll think, well, you know, do I find this interesting? Ne I never think about whether I like it. The, the work that appears is not my personal taste. You know, and, you know, you were an editor of a magazine. I was an editor, an art director of a magazine. You know, we put in stuff that we think people are going to find interesting, not necessarily the stuff that, you know, fits right. our aesthetic or interest. So I'm looking for that. And then I read about the person and hopefully there's a bio or there might be some interviews out there. So I'll research around the person. Um, and then if, I'm, if I find things that intrigue me, I'll send them an email. And so, but, but do you think, okay, well, I've done um, three documentary photographers. I have to get me an animal photographer, or I have to get me somebody who, you know, um, shoots with a drone or whatever it is, something, you know, to, to, to mix it up. Um, not really. Um, what tends to happen is I, I kind of get panicky. So I'll get down to sort of, four, I've only got five weeks ahead of me done. And, mm -hmm. you know, the podcast is just one of the things I do. So, I've heard that. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I have to kind of be all, and I am a one-man band. You know, I, I don't have a producer for it or anything. You know, the other day I locked myself out of the shed and I had to take the shed door off in four minutes because I was about to give a lecture in five. 
you know, it was the only way into the shed where all the equipment is. So, um, so I, what will happen is I'll then kind of blitz it and I'll spend a weekend reading, looking at work and so forth, and literally just, or very early mornings, I do very early mornings. And um, then I'll send out a, a batch of emails um, and I'll see what comes back. So for every sort of five or six emails I send out, I maybe get two answers. That surprises me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, there's an awful, I get a, an awful lot of people ignore me. <laughs> I know probably feeling. for a good reason but, I, I, but, I, but I do i do appreciate the fact that i don't know some weeks ago you went to um yale martinez uh, a mexican photographer and I, yeah. I was i was listening to some back uh episodes and there was i can't remember his name maybe it was wolf slatsky he was like a russian photographer oh, wolf Zitsky, the Aus- okay. he's austrian yeah austrian um so I, I do appreciate the sort of um, diversity that you bring to it. Um, so, so in in making this podcast every week for um, you know a couple of years, wh- what is the what is the single best piece of advice that you received uh, to make the podcast? Oh, well, that was that was Tim, Tim uh, Pellet, who I made the BLJ film with. The two of us made the film together. But he, he's, an, he's an expert. He had proper recording studios. So the previous podcast I'd made nine years ago, he had a proper recording studio. And um, when I took a picture of the setup to show him, and he said, um, is that how you recorded the first episode? I said, yeah. He said, there was lots of bird noise. I was like, yeah. He said, turn the microphone around. So I went, oh, I've been talking into the back of the microphone, haven't I? And he was like, yeah. So if you look in the back of the book, it actually, there's a thank you for Tim to Tim for telling me to turn the microphone around. So episode one, which still has really high listenership, and I'm really embarrassed because it's rubbish. All you can hear is birds and me mumbling away. Um, uh, so I turned the microphone around. And, and after that, um, you know, it's just been success. <laughs> but there's not, not quite as much bird noise on the podcast. Yeah, but a lot of people like laugh, like the birds on the first one. They did say no, they like the birds. Nothing wrong with birds. I yeah. Um, okay, shifting gears a little bit. Um, but as you were as you were talking a, a minute ago about some of the people you've had on the podcast, this kind of um, clicked to me. If you could ask for a contribution from any photographer, living or dead, mm. would you most like to have? Oh, Eugene Smith. Because? Because he was Eugene Smith. But I'd probably have Eugene Smith at different periods. I'd want Eugene Smith in Okinawa. I'd want Eugene Smith doing the jazz project. I'd want Eugene Smith as a schoolboy. You know, I, 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 I'm, I'm a huge fan of his work. So I think Eugene Smith, you know, but, we all have those kind of people, don't we? I mean, there are people I was really, I, I, when I was an art director before um, uh, anything else, I was really lucky to work with really great photographers like Babadon and Leonard Fried and Abbas and Bill Klein and all these kinds of people and lots and lots of others. Um, Sylvia Placci, who I love, and I've worked a lot with Sylvia. So, um, Funnily enough, none of them are on the podcast. Um, 
I did ask Sylvia, but she wasn't so keen. But um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, you know, I'd, I'd want Avedon on the podcast. I'd want Penn on the podcast. You know, there's all sorts of, I'd want Saul Lighter on the podcast. Yeah. You know, um, the one you mentioned earlier, Walsh Zitsky, was really lucky because I'd recorded him 10 years ago um, for an interview. So I just extracted a bit of the interview. For, so for a while there, I dropped in a few. When I was getting a bit low on people coming on the podcast, um, then uh, I, I dropped in a few like Paolo Reversi and so forth and David right. Bailey, um, who I knew. And so I got I dropped in little bits on that. So, yeah, I think, I don't know, God, Walker Evans, you know, who wouldn't want to hear what these guys said? You know, I don't Bill Jay, you know. <laughs> so in hearing you talk about this, the one that jumped to my mind for this moment right now that, I, that I'd want for me um, would be Matthew Brady to, to, to give me a sense of what it looked like for Americans to te tear themselves apart because we're sort of seeing that, you know, happening in a different way right now yeah um, but he'd have to send me a wax cylinder and i'm not quite yeah. sure how i'd handle yeah how i'd handle that but um yeah you know all of those guys you know it's so relevant isn't it i mean this is the thing is that somebody emailed me the other day or tweeted or something and they said oh yeah a really great book uh, do the book again in 10 years and ask everybody the same question in 10 years and i'm like yeah that's kind of that's kind of an interesting idea. That's another, uh, that's more work. Um, well, let me ask you this. Um, is there another question that's bubbling around in your head that you want to put out to uh, photographers and ask them, you know, in... Uh, no. No, I don't think it. there is. I don't think so. Again, it's a bit like after I did the Bill J film and everyone kept saying to me, what's the next film? And I said, there won't be a next film. I, that's all I needed to do. And right. I think with this question, you know, it's a bit like in, in England, we have, we have a, a program called Just a Minute on the radio, which has been going since the 1960s. And it's never changed its format. And you just have to talk for a minute without repetition, interruption and deviation on a subject. And I quite, you know, I, I quite like that idea of just keeping it simple and just keep doing it. You know, I'm, I'm sort of some of the things that kind of repetition is quite a good way of building something up. I agree. Well, let me ask you this in terms of um, just a minute. And if we were going to keep your answer here to just a minute, um, can I ask you, <laughs> um, can I ask you what photography means to you? Answer in a minute. Do you know what? My eight-year-old daughter asked me that. Wait, what are you saying and, about my question? Well, I'm saying it's really good because, <laughs> because, because children are very insightful and they cut right through to it. Um, and, and literally, because she, she makes a joke, she, she always um, uh, jokes about um, me saying, hello and welcome to a photographic life. And she always goes, hello, welcome to a photographic life with me, Mr. Fluffy Boots. <laughs> and um, I said to her, I didn't think about it. And I just said, history. And I think that that would be my answer. I couldn't make it till five minutes. Uh, I think my answer would be history. Because 
Yeah. That's where I came into. I came into photography because of my father. Um, in fact, I came into everything I do because of, of my father's love for uh, design and photography and his photo albums, the family photo albums, which are my history. And so and my first camera was his old camera. You know. Oh, so you're talking about personal history, not the history of our times. I think the two things are the same, aren't they? I mean, you know, the history of our time, what's going on at the moment with Trump is is his personal history or, is, you know, so um, I think that's and it's I think that's one of the things that comes through all of the contributions in the book and also in the podcast is that importance of the personal. Yes, the importance of that personal instigation, that personal view the personal visual language, um, the personal um, battle, the challenge with being a photographer, the, the, the challenges that gives you. Um, we had one recently, um, uh, I think it was Dana Singer, and she was talking about carrying a baby on her hip, you know, and that was the new challenge of, of going through that process. And you know, we've had people talking about the challenge of mental health. And I think that's, I mean, you know, my hat is tipped to, to those people who've, who've answered it so honestly and, and shared really personal um, dark days. And that the, they use the question as a, as a process, I suppose. Um, so in a way, the, the idea of the podcast was, was to be a kind of a, an arm around the shoulder. That was the idea was I, I, I just, I love to listen to podcasts and the radio, but I don't want to be preached at. I don't want two blokes drinking coffee being blokey. Um, I don't want to be sold anything. We're, we're con I'm constantly being asked to, to, to run ads on the podcast um, and I could monetize it and I refuse to. I refuse to put it on, on a Patreon. Um, it has to be free. The information has to be free. The experiences have to be free. Um, because that's the true spirit of sharing, right? In, in, in my mind, so um, I can't remember what you asked me. I just Doesn't went off on one. Oh, I think I, I think I asked you what photography means to you, and you said oh, history. history. Yeah, yeah, history. Yeah, history. You know, um, speaking of of your kids being so insightful, when I was the editor of Life Magazine, I would, and we were deciding on a cover, I would often bring the, the potential covers home and asked my kids who were eight and five to tell me which ones they liked. And they had no idea who these people were because they were out of the pop cultural realm completely. But they just had this instinctive reaction to a compelling picture. And I would actually weigh, weigh their opinions in, in selecting the final color because it was uh, the cover, because it was sort of primal in a way. Um, Anyway, um, yeah, no, I mean, I used to do my eldest daughter. I have three daughters. My eldest daughter is now 28. She's a criminal barrister. And when I was working at Tatler magazine, as I was art director of Tatler for 10 years, she used to come in to the magazine with me uh, all day long, every day during the holidays. And I would just sit her down and say, tell me what the best picture is. And we lay all the, the transparencies out. And, you know, I was hoping she would enter the world of creativity, but no, it's the, it's the world of crime instead, um, <laughs> but in a good way. Um, yeah. 
So, so uh, shifting topics um, of the of the hundred and thirty odd um, podcasts you've done so far, episodes you've done so far. Do you know which episode has generated the most conversation, comments, email? Yeah, uh, tell me. Yeah, that was Daniel Meadows. Uh huh. Um, and Daniel Meadows um, put forward a series of rules. Always a good idea in the world of photography to put forward a series of rules if you want to wind people up. And one of them was don't call yourself an artist. Mm. Uh, and that seemed to tickle a few uh, kind of raw nerves amongst some people. Um, and I, yeah, I mean, I, I thought the rules were fantastic, actually. And, um, and Daniel, you know. It was one of my favorite episodes, to be honest. Um, I thought it was brilliant. Yeah. And, and when I tell people about about uh, the the podcast, that's the one I share with them. Yeah, Daniel's. I think Daniel's was great, and that was one. Um, a couple of, I think Danny North's a very early one where hmm. he spoke about his uh, mental well being. That one um, was was um, very popular. But it's very funny, actually, the, because the podcast audience is pretty, I don't, I can't, it's very hard with a podcast to, to, it's on so many different platforms to keep check on analytics because it's on platforms I have no idea even exist. But if I look at the central ones, iTunes, Spotify, um, they're the two ones which are easiest to get decent analytics from. Um, on iTunes, every week, it reaches and it reaches a, a number of people, and then the following week, it reaches the same amount of number in a day. So, for example, last week's podcast on iTunes reached a number, and then this week's reached the same number in a day. That's so, amazing. Yeah, so the, the audience is growing at an unbelievably um, uh, unbelievable rate, really. So I, it's very hard to get very much feedback when the audience is that big. And I, and, I sorry, go on. Yeah, and, and when it shifts, it's hard to compare it to previous um, episodes in that way because the audience is so much bigger yeah so the only way you, i could really do that is via twitter and right. uh daniel's caused some comments on twitter not a lot so um for for those of you who haven't seen the book um there's the sort of text um mm -hmm. the 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 edited text of the contribution and then across from it is a portrait of yeah. the photographer um when I heard about the book, I had expected for there to be one of the photographer's photographs that somehow spoke to whatever they were, uh, you know, talking about. Mm. And so I thought it was a really inspired and surprising in a good way um, twist that you put on it or, for, or twist for me. Well, how come you went that way? It was really simple. I didn't think that there was, I thought all of these photographers have created such incredible work. How can you just choose one image that summed them up? Um, and then I thought, well, actually, this is about them. This isn't about their work. This mm -hmm. is about what photography means to them. So we want to see who they are. And then I thought, well, it'll be really interesting to see how they wish to portray themselves as to what photographs they send of themselves. 
And so it became a kind of a little kind of a process of kind of, in a way, asking them to re, not that, I don't know if they saw it that way, but kind of re-contribute. So it's like, you know, some people had special pictures taken. Some people sent the picture that they always send out. Um, some people send slightly more unusual pictures. So for me, it, it, it felt far more or, more uh, an organic relationship between the image and the text than just going, oh, and here's the picture we see of them or, or you know, or photograph or whatever. I just thought that was truer to, to the project. Um, I thought it was really smart. I think it works. It works really, really well. Let me ask you this question that's been on my mind for days. Who's coming up next? Well, I'm not going to tell you. Oh, great. Thank you. <laughs> um, I, I, the, the, how it happens and how the next one comes up is as they arrive. So as they arrive, they go in. So there is no edited order for how people turn up. So I can tell you as an exclusive that next week is uh, Paul Lowe. Uh-huh. Uh, so he's next week's. And then the following week is Alithia Casey. And then I can't remember. I can't well, remember his next one. I, I must say, I have learned about so many photographers from um, from listening in. And, and, you know, every Friday I do this sort of an Instagram, you know, uh, under the radar photographer kind of thing. And it's really been inspiring to me to to find out about more and more terrific talent through through your podcast. Well, I can say the same to your Instagram. This is a horrible kind of a backslapping way of ending this thing. But um, there have been a few people on your Instagram who you've alerted me to, who I've then uh, put on. And it's why I asked you if you would do this because you've been so supportive of the podcast. Um, and also, I think what's really lovely about it is that you know we're forming a bit of a community with yeah. all of this kind of stuff as well. And and I think that's great. And uh, you know, the more supportive we are in this current climate, the more open we are, the friendlier we are, the nicer we are to people, um, the better. And you know, it it doesn't cost me anything to do this podcast, um, other than other than time. And, and if that brings a little bit of kind of uh, information and, and if it helps in general, I think that's a, a good thing to do, really. And I think the, the reason behind the book was really because podcasts are ephemeral and they kind of disappear, whereas the book will sit on the bookcase. So when I'm long and long gone and someone finds in a cheap secondhand bookshop this book, they can go, oh, that sounds good. You know, and they'll say, "We'll listen to that." Oh no, none of the things that um, used to play podcasts work anymore. We've right. now we've moved on to new technology. It will be like the the I don't know the mini disc of its of its time. Right. Well, cool. you have you have to close out with telling us to take care, or I'm not going to feel like a. Whole oh part. yeah, okay. So um, when I I'll tell you, okay, I'll finish with this. All right. <laughs> Every week I do the take care, I make it up on the fly. And, and the challenge is, can I get to take care? All right, so I've got no idea what I'm going to say. I have no notes. Whenever I do the podcast, it's all off the top of my head. So um, all I'm going to say is, you know, in these difficult times when, we, when links don't work, 
And when uh, we can't unmute ourselves, I think the one thing we need to do is to take care.